eight minutes and 46 seconds. That's how little time it takes to snuff out a life. George Floyd's life, to be exact. A life 24,193,663 minutes and 12 seconds long. All reason would suggest that if we were to place these two sets of numbers on a scale, the minutes of George Floyd's life would be infinitely greater than those of his death. And yet the legacy forced upon this black man from Minneapolis, a legacy neither of his own devising or choosing, though his was allegedly as free as any other American life, was thrust upon him at the behest of four police officers, whom we entrust to serve and protect. Eight minutes and 46 seconds. Do you have a sense for just how little time that is? Or have you considered just how much time that is? If a life can be so callously extinguished in that time, breath stolen from a man, what amount of possibility and hope could dwell in those same minutes and seconds if we were to commit ourselves to using our breath to change the world? What if we all dared to commit eight minutes and 46 seconds of our lives to making this world better and brighter than it was in the minutes before? As singers, this is our call. To use our breath, the very source of our life, to tap into an ancient source far more vast and wise than we can comprehend, and for mere fleeting moments transcend our imperfect human forms and become bigger than any one of us could become alone. To convene with the divine and thereby become an instrument of its peace. In these short episodes of Keep Calm and Choir On, as tribute to George Floyd, I invite you to pause and listen with me as we hear the lessons of the music we love. Music reflecting the totality of our human experience, the grief and pain of this moment in time, the lamentation and anguish, the shock and confusion, and the inevitable return of resolve and hope and love. To begin, we'll start where we always turn when we don't know where else to go. To the women, the incredible nurturing life bearers whose warm embrace and fearless devotion rock us gently and raise us up strong. Sweet Honey in the Rock has been a long-standing African-American music collective, creating and singing an arsenal of songs that inspire hope and action amongst generations of listeners. Showcasing the, quote, elastic 360-degree possibilities of the human voice, the women of Sweet Honey and the Rock have written and produced more than 20 albums worth of socially conscious music since the group's inception in 1973. With so many songs to choose from, today we'll listen to one entitled Denko, from their 1988 album Live at Carnegie Hall. In creating a playlist to guide our time together, I felt this was a good place to start since the song itself is about the beginning of life. Denko comes from Mali, West Africa, and is sung in Bambara, one of the national languages of Mali. I was able to find a YouTube video of Natanju Balad Kassel speaking to an audience in 2011 about the meaning behind this song. Denko means to have a child, and this song is a prayer of a woman who wants to have a child, and she's being very challenged. She and her family, they do everything they possibly can to help bring this child into the world, and they are successful. But they realize in the midst of all the jubilation and celebration that these prayers cannot stop. 
and in order for this child to have a safe journey through life, these prayers need to continue and even intensify. And we offer this song to all of the children all over the world who deserve a world without war, who deserve education and health care that will cost an arm and a who deserve a planet that the adults of the day have not completely destroyed, and most of all, who deserve unconditional love. Thank you. What I appreciate about Danko is its ability to hold two conflicting emotions, hope and fear, in tension with one another throughout its performance. This highlights for me that in the midst of riots in my home city, we can hold two truths simultaneously in our hands, and that those same hands, which will cradle and rock, nourish, protect, and raise up our children, can work to speak truth to power and to build a more just and fair world today, a world that one day soon will become our children's inheritance. The piece opens with a solo voice, a pleading cry heard and responded to by the other nearby voices. After the initial incantation, the song develops rhythmically into a resilient prayer undulating and urging us forward. Our bodies cannot help to move as we listen to this song, and thus for me, it becomes a spiritual call to action. Oh, 
of repurposing our breath can hold such power, whether it be by gathering and singing a song, speaking up for what is right, or breathing deeply to do the hard physical labor of justice. As we continue to create musical space to honor the legacy of George Floyd and listen to the voices of others, my hope is that in these few minutes we share together, our metaphoric eight minutes and 46 seconds, in which one innocent black man, George Floyd, was murdered unjustly, we find wisdom, healing, and power to fuel our work. If after listening to this first episode of Keep Calm and Quiron's 846, you have an idea of a choral piece that we need to hear right now, send me an email and let me know your thoughts. You can send your message to me, Ryan, at keepcalmandquireon at gmail.com. Again, that's all one word, keep calm and choir on at gmail.com.